with a look back over the weekend sports action. This is Full Time on KCLR with Sinead Kyo. Welcome along to Full Time with myself, Sinead Kyo. Hope you're all doing well on this Monday evening. Uh, sorry I couldn't join you last week. I was under the weather, so I had Robbie filling in for me, uh, the ever-reliable Robbie Dowling. So thanks so much to Robbie. Uh, he... Uh, he had a great show I was listening in uh, from my sick bed but uh, we've lots coming up on the show today lots of sporting action uh, to talk about and discuss from a Kilkenny point of view from a Carlo point of view uh, from a Wexford point of view as well my own Wexford uh, had a good win there at, at the weekend and we'll be talking soccer as well uh, we are going to be joined by Paddy Manning a little bit later on to talk about City's win there in the Premier League uh, just yesterday but first I'm joined by two-time All-Ireland winner and KCLR commentator Michael Walsh to talk about Kilkenny becoming the under 20 All-Ireland champions yesterday. Uh, Michael, you were at that game. Fantastic win for, for the Car- for the Kilkenny under 20s. Yeah, it certainly was. Yeah, it was um, it was a really really great boost uh, for the county. It was their first All-Ireland at any level since 2015 and uh, uh, it was just a performance full of guts and character and no little skill. It was just great to watch and look the game could have went anywhere, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Could have went anywhere, there's no doubt about that. But it was just it was great to see and look at it deserved it if you know, it was a victory for just your hard work and uh, you know, really wanting it so badly and but as I said, not to forget that it was mixed in with some brilliant skill skill as well and I just thought, you know, that it was fully deserved in the end. Yeah, absolutely. And you kind of put your finger on it there as well. It was kind of down to just a really gutsy performance and, you know, the work ethic. I think that was really the difference in the end, Michael, wasn't it? Yeah, you know? I, I did, yeah. when we were like, going into the match, Limerick were favourites to win, probably. Um, no, I never bought into that because I felt that... Um, it's, I was just saying it in commentary yesterday. Can you bet Limerick three years ago in minor? And I know it's three years ago, but when you have that kind of thing in the back of your head, you're going in... Uh, to, to know what we beat these before we can do it again as well as that um, there was that bit less pressure on Kenny in the fact that they were underdogs and as we know when you get to a final anything can happen anyway but it seemed that Limerick were sauntering through the game and felt maybe they could take it at any stage whereas Kenny were just working 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 and I just think that pays off in the end now I know there's a bit of controversy over over a point at a vital time and it was it was as approved not a point but I think you know Kenny had two unbelievable chances of goals <laughs> But they were brilliantly saved, and you know, if either one of them went in, I think they would have pulled it as well. But I, I, to be fair, and I'm trying to be very fair about this, I think Kenny had the edge all day. Yeah, and you said that from the very start. I was listening to your your commentary yesterday, and you know, you said it. They they just were the better team. I know that they went level fourteen times, but they yeah, they no. just uh, they kind of outperformed them in in the sense that um you know with Limerick, and I know you mentioned it as well. They seemed a bit nervous at times. They made they made some kind of uh, basic errors there. They didn't really wear that uh, favorites tag well, did they? And they don't, uh, they don't do it. Uh, they came there, and you could see that they had a huge support there. But you could see that they were coming. Maybe like you know, they had beaten, they had won Munster, and they're singing about Munster. But like the facts of the matter are, because Kenny won a very hard Leinster championship. And if if you were going back to the very start of this campaign, everybody would have said that the favourites winner would have been Galway. And Kenny beat Galway. Now look, I know about the rules, and I have to be very fair about that. Galway, Wexford, Limerick they were they were caught with that rule uh, which is absolutely the most craziest rule I've ever heard of in my life and you know that that was an issue but at the end of the day the rules are the rules and you have to play by them and I just felt that Limerick sauntered in there yesterday very very 
you thought they could win it at any stage, whereas Kilkenny were just so well prepared and they were just so psyched for it. it was, they went about it. That's, that's the thing I took her about anyway. Yeah, and I think that's kind of like just talking to Kilkenny people today. Um, I think that's what they're most proud of is just the, the gutsy performance, just that, that they worked so hard for it. You know, that's the thing. That's the thing. Everywhere, like you see lads getting in hooks and blocks there. There was a few incidents during the match where Limits up to the door going to tear away and get a score. And next week, a flick of a hurl came in. And, you know, it was just brilliant to see. And I, I, look, I just thought it was a really, really great display by them. And, you know, they won it the hard way, extra time the first day, won by a point the second day. And won by points. I said, look, I know they've got that bit of luck that Wexford missed a chance at the very end. They missed a chance at the very end. But I think they make their own look sometimes. And the way they, the way they worked in all the games, I think it, it, it was definitely a team that grew from game to game, you know. Yeah, and Michael, I'm not going to stay too long on this point, on this um, issue now, because I don't want to take away at all from from Kilkenny's performance, mm. and I think they they were definitely deserved winners. But I know you mentioned yep. there about the controversy over that uh, Paddy Langton point. Like, yep. I don't know. Like, it's uh, when you were when you were looking at it there yesterday, from from the angle that you were looking at it from, do you think it was definitely a point? up in the very high in the box there and it's, it's a good bit away from where that happened so I wouldn't have known definitely but at half time it was showed back to us because TC Carter are just up from it there so uh, you could see it at half time and look it's like everybody everybody makes mistakes and this was a mistake but not about but and I'm not being again I'm trying not to be too biased here in the, in the second half Kenny got a clear point that was given wise and again it was it was the same uh, uh, end it was it was, it was over, actually, I think it was actually in the first half now that I think it was and it definitely went over the bar but it was given wide so look there are the breaks but look at if you're from Limerick you'd be very very upset about that but at the end of the day uh, you know there are the breaks but it shouldn't have happened it shouldn't to be quite honest but those things should not happen if it happened to Kenny we'd be absolutely fuming today yeah, but look, then again, that's just the way sport goes sometimes, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Um, there are the breaks. Yeah, as I said, Kenny got a clear point. Look, we were right behind that one, and it was way wide. So look, it probably balanced each other itself out anyway. And then, in terms of the Limerick players and management, they didn't make a massive deal about that at all. They, they accepted that, you know, the Limerick manager said, I make mistakes, the players make mistakes, or the umpire. It's not, it's a genuine mistake if it is a mistake, you know. Yeah, exactly. The only thing I suppose that you mean is, like, the fact that it was played in Semple Stadium, that they have that Hawkeye facility that wasn't used, you know, like it's strange, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but there's a bit of the, there's a bit of controversy about that. I actually think it could have been in use. Um, I was very close to where Hawkeye is, and I have a feeling that someone was watching. Now, whether they were allowed to do it or not, I don't know. But it's, I think I think now that has to be clarified. And I'm not saying it was in use, but um, uh, whether it was or wasn't, like it's, it's the decision was made, and sometimes they go for it, and sometimes they don't. But in fairness to if you're ta- if you're if you're taking your Kenny hat off, if you were neutral, you know, like if Limerick prepared, like the Kenny prepared, and and uh, you know to be deprived of something like that, it's just not right. But look, as I said, they're the bricks, and you have to go and take them or accept them. Yeah, and as we said, like they were, uh, they thoroughly d- deserved that win there. Um, but just to kind of yeah. get back to to Kilkenny, just to kind of give them the praise that they deserve. Um, I yeah. suppose the standout player there yesterday really was Billy Drennan and his performance that he put in. He was so consistent throughout the game, Michael, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He's, he's, he's a really great talent. Um, you know, his free taking, I suppose, was his biggest asset up to yesterday. But yesterday, in the second half, no, I just have to give mentioned to, to my own club man Timmy Clifford in the first half he was outstanding I thought oh yeah uh, Timmy really, as well yeah he, when he when he when he, you know needed someone to take it on in the first half he was the one who did it but in the second half when the game was in the middle spot Drennan, Drennan scored four points from play that were just one of them was better than the other 
brilliant, brilliant feeling of the ball, and he was excellent. His finishing was brilliant as well. Because yesterday he only got a couple of frees, but he, he turned up from play yesterday and had a great game. And I thought the goalkeeper and the defender were just magnificent as well. Yeah, there was no goal scored now yesterday, but uh, having said that, Kilkenny no. came close a couple of times, whereas Limerick never really caused the goal threat at all, did they? No, they didn't. And I was amazed that, that Limerick uh, kind of. You know, I was amazed by them. They seemed to think that, you know, I, I, I keep going back to that. They seemed to think that they could win it when they, whenever they wanted. But Kilkenny, you know, create two brilliant chances. And they, were, they weren't missed chances. They were just fantastic saves. But the Limerick keeper had to give them so much credit. Uh, they were just brilliant saves. And, and, you know, it looked as if they, that it might get enough. But even Limerick, you know, the long-range freeze went wide. They missed a chance at the end. And it's, as I said, they just had that attitude, but Kenny's attitude was just unbelievably superb. And I knew it would be because the lads over Derek and Peter and Michael Rice, Peter Donovan and them, they've done an incredible job. Like they've worked so hard, and I know that because I, I like, I was over at Dixborough minor than 21 this year, and obviously even with Derek a good bit. So I know how hard he's worked at this. And sometimes when you really work hard, you get that bit of luck, and it pays off. And nobody deserves it more than the lads. They put in a huge effort. The panel put in a huge effort, and it's a, it's a great day for them and their families. It is. It's a great day. And that's actually the next thing I was going to say to you just about Derek and, and all the, the backroom team there. Like, yeah. you know, they've just put in so much work. And, and actually, I was speaking to um, just before the Leinster final there when Kilkenny were playing Wexford, I was speaking to Keith Rossiter just a, a, in advance of that game. He was managing Wexford, of course. But he was just yeah. saying, like, it's so different managing an underage team. Like, it's very difficult and it's things that you don't even think about. Like, you know, when you're that age, you're, you're trying to manage not only the players um, you know like kind of their their performance on the pitch but you're thinking about a lot of other things as well you know they have exams going on they might still be doing other sports and they've all of that yeah. to contend with you know whereas at senior level you know we were we were just discussing it he was talking about his career with Wexford and then you know if you had uh, training at 7 o'clock on Wednesday you're there there's no if buts maybes about it but at that age I suppose like the manager they just kind of have to navigate all of these different things so fair play to um, to Derek Ling and, and to everyone there involved like um, Yeah look I've been involved at that level myself back in uh, 2008, 9, 10, 11 so I know exactly what they go through now it's under 21 at that stage and um, it is a, it's a difficult juggling that between everything and as I said this year uh, there's been very quite a bit uh, because of the exposed involvement under 21 and stuff like that but you know I, I saw the work they, they put in uh, as I said they, they started back last I think November October, November maybe and uh, they worked so so hard at it and you have to you just have to put in the hours and the efforts and it still might get you nowhere but as I said to you, sometimes when you work so hard, you get the you get the just rewards, and Derek and the lads deserve every bit of, of credit that, that they, they're getting today, and fully deserve it because of the of the of the way they prepare the lads and their attitude, especially their attitude was absolutely superb, and that's driven that's driven by the management, and there's no doubt about that. Uh, players win matches, there's no doubt about that, but the man, the management has to get them in the right position, the right frame of mind, and they certainly did that yesterday. Yeah, and instilling that kind of attitude as well. Um, but look, the, the future is looking bright for Phil Kenny Harlan. Um, I, I have to bring it up. There, there was a tone of optimism around the county yesterday. It did, it did a lot to ease the pain of uh, the seniors lost to Exeter on Saturday. You're floating there. You're floating there. I know. Saturday night was, look, there's no doubt about it. It was an absolutely brilliant performance by Wexford. Um, and it was a disappointing display by Phil Kenny. There's no doubt. The good thing about it is. It's it's not detrimental in the fact that they have two weeks to get ready for a Leinster final, but That's certainly it, yeah. an, awful, an awful lot of improvement will have to be done in that case because 
it's it's the way when they ended up on Saturday night. Like, look, those round robin is crazy. The way it's gone this year, like it's it's amazing though. But when you have to come and win the matches, like Cork went to Watford the week before, it's amazing what you've got to to win it. Like, and the Wexford came with that intent on Saturday, got off to a ropey start and went five points down in the first ten minutes. But then they just absolutely bossed the game from there to the end. And even at the end, uh, that brilliant save by Young Rick on the line was incredible. And the point by Mikey DeWire. And, uh, you know, Kenny will be disappointed. But as I said, they have a couple of weeks to get ready and get prepared. But I'd say, you know, training this week and next week will be fairly lively in there because I, I know that the Kenny management will not be happy with, with the manner of the performance rather than the defeat. It was the way it happened, I think, that, you know, you know, Wexford actually outfought him. And that's not normally a thing that will happen with Kenny. Yeah, I'd say there'll be a lot of lessons learned from that game anyway. But look, the good news well, is you're in a Leinster final. So um, I think yeah. just with Wexford, maybe there was just more at stake. If we had a loss on Saturday, it, that was it. You know, uh, that was you the know, end of our year. Yeah, but sometimes you need, you know, I know, look, at uh, getting to a Leinster final and winning it is great and all that. And that's what you want to do. But this coming tourist sometimes can be a bonus as well because now Wexford have a co- another extra week off. Uh, the defensive final is on in two weeks Wexford won't play for that another week they should be able to navigate although having not beaten Westmead they have to be careful but if they navigate that then you know it gives them a bit of a break and gets a chance to recharge their, their bodies because they've been through an awful lot of all these teams in the last five six weeks and you know it's it's it's, uh, it's more that to keep lads right and keep them fit rather than anything else at this stage and even though they actually can have on Galway have a two week break they have been through a lot in the last number of weeks yeah, definitely. Well, look, we all look forward to uh, Kilkenny versus Galway anyway in a few weeks' time, part two. Um, and, yeah. and looking forward to that, uh, yeah, that dynamic on the sideline as well. But um, listen, thanks so much, Michael. Always a pleasure t- chatting to you and we'll, we'll talk to you again soon anyway, please, God. No bother, Sinead. Thanks, thanks a million. Much. Bye, bye. Take care. Bye. That was uh, Michael Walsh there, KCLR commentator and of course two-time All-Ireland winner with Kilkenny as well. We're going to take a quick ad break now but coming up after the break uh, I'm going to be joined by my old friend Terence Kelly. We're going to talk about Carlos' season of course they exited the uh, Joe McDonough Championship um, just there at the weekend but we'll be having a look back and reflecting on that so do stay tuned for that. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Lahartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, lahartzvolkswagen.ie. Full time on KCLOR. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Lahartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, lahartzvolkswagen.ie. Welcome back to Full Time with myself, Sinead Kyo. Uh, now, I'm joined on the line by KCLR hurling commentator Terence Kelly, friend of the show, friend of mine, been on the show many times over the last couple of weeks. But unfortunately, we're here to talk about Carlos, Carlo's exit from the Joe McDonough competition. Uh, Terence, um, I'm sure you're very disappointed that uh, Carlo won't be contesting the, the Joe McDonough uh, final. They, they came very close, but uh, sadly, it wasn't to be. Yeah, it's true, it's true, Sinead, like, you know, thanks for having me on. Yeah, listen, it was, it was, it was disappointing, like, but, you know, to put in a massive performance against Offaly on Saturday, and, uh, like, I come out of the place proud because a lot of people were, you know, were talking about this Offaly team with Michael Fenley, you know, a serious man, serious DV in charge of him, I kind of thought we were going to have a huge battle up there, but, you know, um, some people said, you know, Offaly wasn't great, but, you know, they were made look average enough, kind of were very good, and, uh, like Brendan told me going up like he kind of Carlo you know Carlo would be exactly I was, I was having my doubts but you know he was right but you know as I said uh, Offaly only scored three points in play 
out, out of 17 points and Carla scored 17 points from play out of 22 so that's a massive stat like you know and uh, no like it was just a point and like the Kerry game was the game that you know cost us at the Joe Mac appearance in the final like beaten by what three twenty one to 15 points so uh, that was difficult to take at the time but listen fair play to them during the final now the two of them lads yeah, you said there that you were proud and I've been speaking to a, a couple of Carlo Hurland supporters there, um, you know, today and, and yesterday and, and that's what they seem to be saying. You know, they are very proud of the lads. The players themselves seem very proud of them, you know, themselves as well and, and, and um, Tom Mullally as well. It's just kind of bittersweet, isn't it? You know, they, they put, well, put in such good performances since the Kerry match, but it's just come back to haunt them. Well, that's true. Like, you know, as I said, they, they, they went up to Antrim and possibly one of the better games for a long time in Antrim, you know, up in Corrigan Park. And, uh, you know, I know Antrim were playing in Division 1. They didn't have any win in Division 1, but they came down in the rank. They came, I think it was three or four points in, in Kilkenny. Like, you know, like Antrim are, are kind of a fairly well-balanced, fairly seasoned campaigners. But Carl are most honest. The players, they're so honest. And we found a couple of new players, if you're a couple of youngsters, like, and... Like, you know, they've added, to, they've added to the county big time and, uh, you know, it, it, it was a huge occasion, a huge match to go because they haven't beaten up in Champions for many, many years. But anyway, uh, you know, it was, I said, I was proud to listen. I would have, you know, I was delighted, like, you know, it, it would be great, like, to see him get into the Joe Mike final, like, you know, before the Leinster final. But listen, hopefully maybe next year, like, you know, but listen, in fairness, like, apart from the one blip against Kerry, like, were very good this year. And I think you, you hit the nail on the head there, Terence, as well, when you said that they're very honest. Like, they've never made any excuses, have they? Like, you know, no, they no. could they could have pointed to injuries, they could have pointed to retirements, but really they never have. Like, any time that they've underperformed, they've always just said, look, it's, it's our, like, you know, they, they've yeah. been accountable, they've been responsible, um, and they've, you know, they've shown up in the last two matches since that carry performance as well. But I, I was listening to some um, Tom Lally post-match audio there, uh, just earlier on and um, he was saying like you know it's just the nature of the competition you can't pick and choose which games you're performing every single one of them are, are important yeah but it's true like you know if you looked at television last night there was three finals showing you know the you know the, the Christy Ring and the Lowy Mar and the, you know the three of them are showing like you know like Carlo are in the top 12 or 14 counties in Ireland as it is like you know and like the only five there's only five senior clubs like they're punching above their weight but it's their honesty it's, you know it's what gets them you know across the line most of the time like they're so honest and uh, no as I said and with Christy and uh, Tommy like you know they have nice CV now after getting two All-Ireland club titles with Mount Mountains the Rangers and with Nace you know like it's a nice CV and, you know, they have a nice CV like the two lads like you know and uh, listen the Carlo players you know I think highly of, of the two boys like you know but as I said it's 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 you know, the conveyor belt is not bringing in, you know, all that many players. I know this year they were lucky enough now to pick up young Fia Chris Patrick and young Clannard Kehoe. You know, those are two two great young chaps, and young Paul Dial or um, uh, Jack McCullough, I think Paul is there for years, but Jack McCullough, he has added to the free also, and uh, John Nolan, and, and, you know, these young lads, Fia Chris, who was another chap that's coming out of the scene, Dean Tobin, Tony Lawler, and, you know, well, we need those youngsters, like, as I said, there's compared that doesn't mean, you know, all that many players on it, like, you know. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I was really proud coming out with Tom Moore. I was really, really proud of him, like, you know, as I said, that was a big game, and that people, some people said, you know, after you're no good, but, you know, Carla made him look like, you know, as if it was very average, because Carla holds so well. 
Yeah, you mentioned there, like, you know, only five hurling clubs in Carlo. It's astonishing, really, how much they, they punch above their weight. Like, when you consider even Kilkenny, 41 clubs, like... Um, yeah. But but what can be done, do you think, uh, turns to... Like, you know, I think they can be happy with the campaign that they have, but what can be done uh, just to kind of move them up to the next level? Well, listen, the thing is that the, the Joe Mac competition is a serious competition now. You know, it, it is a really, really serious competition. Like, and, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of teams very equal in it. Uh, you know, look at the senior there yesterday. We all had Watford in the top two or three teams there, maybe, you know, maybe four weeks ago. They're on the holidays now, you know. Most people had Wexford being on holidays today also. But, you know, they they stood up to the mark and, you know, the Boston Kenny on the day and played very well. And by the way, when I'm talking about the congratulations, Kenny's under twenty set there to it was a great performance, like, you know. Oh yeah. But, uh, no, as I said as I said that for Carlo, as I said, uh, like it's, it's a very small county. And uh we're sandwiched between well, two of the hurling, you know, well bigger counties, Wexford and Kikenny. But like, you know, the Kikenny League has hurled as has um, has worked well for some of the Carlo clubs too, like, you know, the playing junior teams in the Kikenny League and like it you know, it has improved the hurling so it has like and we have to be grateful to them also. Yeah, and it's you know it's nice to finish on a win. I know you would have loved to have been in a Joe McDonough f- final, but you finished on a win on a win. So it's a, a nice springboard, I suppose, for when they do regroup in a few months' time. Well, that's true. Like that's true. Like you know, and and, and uh, you know, as I said, that's no. The honesty is, you know, it's just get them over the line in so many of the games. And as I said, we haven't a big panel, but you know, like what we have, like we use it very well, and we have a couple of young lads coming in now, and. Uh, you know, as I said, like to score seventeen points out of twenty two from play yesterday now is is, is an important stat. And uh, you know, whereas that they like to probably have their manager would be probably the second most decorated manager over say holding wise, you know, like behind Henry, like Michael Fenley, like a man with a C C V like but you know, when he can kinda of get him going, maybe it had enough day, like maybe it had enough day, like I'm not knocking off day, like but obviously some people said it was very poor, but you have to give credit to Carl right, that were very good. Yeah, and look, any any team can have an off day, and especially with the quick succession yeah. of of fixtures as well. You know, it can happen. But it's you're you're it's dead it's right, it's Michael Fenley, one of the most decorated um, hurlers yeah. in in the country. Um, and oh, I know I know yeah. that his um his brother was on the Clash Act there recently, and you know he yeah. was just speaking about his like Michael Fenley's passion for this Offaly team. Like he yeah. really has put everything into it. So I was disappointed for him that they yeah, that they like didn't that. make it to a final. But come here, it's going to be Kerry now and. Antrim in the final who do you fancy for that one Terence? Well listen I kind of hope Kerry will win it Kerry haven't won one like I hope Kerry will win it listen and uh, and the losers play Wexford and the winners play Cork so who do you hope will win it? I sorry now say that again who who we are going to play the losers of it is it? Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, we should play I, the losers of the Joe Mac and uh, play the winners of the Joe Mac right okay well I, 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 I I'd hope we'd be able to take uh, Kerry now I reckon Antrim are probably going to win that game I don't know anything could happen uh, but if we're playing Kerry I'd hope we'd, we'd take them but look we drew with Westmead there uh, last week yeah. so anything could happen but um, but listen yeah. I better let you go Terence but it's been lovely chatting to you over the last couple of weeks um, and sure yes, look we'll, we'll stay in touch I know that Carlo are, are out of the Joe Mac now but we'll definitely stay in touch and well done on all your great commentary over the last couple of, of months with yourself and and Brendan have been amazing as always so yeah, um, yeah. thanks so much and by the way and by the way talking about Wexford my brother-in-law captain the Wexford team to win the second last minor all earned in 1967 Paddy Burney and 
Okay, Ken, uh, Wexler haven't won the minor since 1968, but Paddy captain in 1967, so he's a Wexler man, so I have a lot of Wexler blood in my veins. Ah, good to hear it. <laughs> well, um, well, listen, thanks so much, Terence. We'll, we'll chat to you thanks. again soon. Thanks, Sinead. Thank thanks you. very much, Sinead. All right, thank you, thank you. That was uh, Terence Kelly there. Uh, Terence been on the show plenty of times chatting about uh, Carlo, and uh, Carlo did did very very well in the Joe Mac this year. So very disappointing for them not to have made it to uh, the final. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break now. But coming up after the break, I mentioned them earlier on. Robbie Dowling filled in here on Scoreline last week, but he's going to be joining me now after the break to talk about Kilkenny versus uh, Kilkenny versus my own Wexford at the weekend. So stay tuned for that. Full time on KCL or with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at Lahartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, lahartzvolkswagen.ie. Welcome back to the show. Uh, this is Sinead Kyo here with you. Now, as we know, Kilkenny were defeated in Nolan Park on Saturday by the Yellow Bellies. But despite that, they still find themselves in an All-Ireland final in two weeks' time. Now, joining me to discuss this is someone who gave me a lot of slagging over the last couple of weeks as we awaited this fixture with Wexford and Kilkenny. It is, of course, my good friend, Robbie Dowling. How are you getting on, Robbie? Good, Sinead. Thanks for having me on. You're lucky that I have you on because you gave me an awful slagging over the last couple of weeks. I did. You I did. did. And so because the extra performances weren't up to scratch. But, um, <laughs> to be fair, it was a very good performance and a good result at the weekend. <laughs> it was, yeah. But look, what did you make of um, of Kilkenny's performance? I, I think that like going into this game, I don't think anyone can deny that Wexford were rank underdogs. Um, and I don't know, I think everyone just kind of expected a little bit more from Kilkenny. Was it just the quick success? of matches did they just have an off day what would you put it down to well I think in, in a round robin phase where you have five games you know, there's always going to be one game where a team doesn't turn up I think we've seen that with Galway probably their worst performance was against Wexford um, in Wexford Park in the first round I think from a Kilkenny point of view it was certainly at the weekend um, in Nolan Park it was, it was a really flat performance I think they brought no edge to their game at all that we've seen probably in the Proceeding four games, and I, I just—it was a bit of a surprise in one sense because obviously you would expect fifteen on fifteen, Kilkenny would be much stronger than Wexford side that had obviously just you know, on the back of a draw with Westmead, which was desperately disappointing from their point of view. So you would have fancied Kilkenny from momentum and a personnel perspective, but I just think sometimes, and um, I think J.J. Delaney alluded to this after the game, the fact that Wexford knew winning were true, I think that really gave them that sort of clear platform. And that they, they just had to turn up on the day and, and hurl as best as they could and try and get a positive result. And from a Kilkenny perspective, I think there's almost one eye at the Dublin Galway game, see how that goes. Are we going to be in a Leinster final? Um, you know, little things like that. There's probably a bit more at play from a Kilkenny point of view. But I, I just think from Kilkenny, it, it was a really disappointing performance. There's no doubt about that. Um, the one thing that you you could say about and maybe a lower expectation, not just within the county, but around Ireland because I think um, what we've seen recently I think there's probably a lack of serious all Ireland contenders to Limerick you could argue maybe after the Munster Major Championship round Robin phase that we completed that Clare maybe propelled themselves to the second best team in the country at the moment but beyond that you would have to say that there's not many teams that are at the level of Limerick when they're at their absolute peak performance so I, I do think in a way maybe the Kenny um, can just kind of go under the radar once again because after the kind of Dublin defeat in particular I think there was a lot of or the defeat of Dublin, there was a lot of talk that the were serious contenders to the two limit. But I, I just think they can maybe go a bit under the radar at the moment and look forward to the Galway and the Leinster final when there'll be clear under I think to most people. 
Yeah, and I don't, I'm not just saying this now, I'm not trying to just suck up to the Kilkenny listeners, but I do still think that they, you know, that they have a good shot at an, an all, at an All-Ireland this year. Like, I think that, okay, like they only performed there against Wexford um, on Saturday, but I still think, you know, that they are in, in contention there. But I think you, you sort of touched on it there as well, Rob. Maybe there was a little bit of complacency going into the game, which is never something that you associate with uh, a Kilkenny team. But look, at the end of the day, Wexford had so much more at stake if they had lost that game that was it it was all over um, you know whereas like maybe Kilkenny were just not under as much pressure as Wexford yeah possibly so I think, I think in fairness um, from a looking obviously from a Kilkenny point of view I think you have to give a lot of credit to Wexford that was a really really good performance I think if any other county kind of came with that level of performance in Nolan Park you, you would tip your hat off to them I think we have to do that to Wexford too, albeit they have obviously bitter rivals and neighbours. But I, I think it was um, a really good performance from Dar Egan and his management team. Get the Wexford players motivated for obviously what was their season defining game. Just going back to Kilkenny, um, I know a lot of people maybe think that, that they have a chance of winning All-Ireland. I still think what we've been like for the last five or six years, to be honest with you, Sinead, I think we're maybe fifth or sixth in the list of teams that can realistically go on winning All-Ireland at the start of the year. Obviously, you know, there's not there's only um, you know eight teams remaining in the All Ireland series, but I think it'll depend. I think a lot of people have said if we get the better goal in the Leinster final, we're, we're into an All Ireland semi final, and you'll never back against us once we have two games to go. But I, I just feel like we've been in that situation the last two years. We obviously won Leinster finals, um, gone on to All Ireland semi finals, and, and lost to Cork and Waterford. Really disappointing defeats and disheartening defeats from a Kilkenny supporters' perspective. So I, I just think I wouldn't be getting overly excited if I was a Kilkenny fan at the moment. I think we're still a, a fair bit behind, if I'm being honest with you, looking at the sides coming out of Munster. And I think there's a bit of a gap between ourselves and Galway that I, 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 I actually do think will show in the Leinster final. I hope it doesn't, but I think Galway are the strongest side in Leinster at the moment. Um, but I just think, look, Kilkenny can go under the radar. There's not an awful lot of pressure on them. Uh, it has been a long way for an Ireland. But, you know, going off the back of the Leinster performances, I think Dublin have shown themselves to be kind of um, pretenders really more than anything else they haven't been at the paces for a long long time now uh, and uh, it was no surprise that Kenny hammered them really in Tarnell Park last weekend or two weekends ago um, so I wouldn't have taken much from that victory unlike a lot of people who I think thought maybe that showed that Kenny had a chance of winning on Ireland but I, I do feel as though we're still a fair bit behind if I'm being honest which I think we're probably a star forward behind alongside Keith and even Owen Cody's having a great season so far but he's still very young two time young player of the year but I, I think it'll be maybe three or four years before we see him in his prime like Kenny Jersey because he's only 21 years of age at the end of the day so I just think we're looking a bit up front if I'm being honest with you Sinead but we'll always be in games we'll never be hammered but I, I do feel as though semi-finals as far as we go again this year unfortunately I'm wondering now Robbie because I know a lot of people like you that um, I know my father is one of them when it comes to Wexford he (laughs) kind of lowers his expectation down to the ground it's almost like a coping mechanism is that what you're doing now? No, I don't think so. Sir. I think if you look at if you look at it realistically over the last two years, we were beaten by Cork in an All Ireland semi final last season, and we were very lucky to get that game to extra time. Adrian Mullen got literally a goal with the last book of the ball, and that got it to extra time. We were well beaten in extra time, if we're being honest. And um, back in 2020, we were seven points up against Waterford, I believe, at half time in an All Ireland semi final, and I think we ended up losing our seven points up at one stage, and ended up losing that game by five points. Um, so I, I just think realistically looking back over these and even looking at this year you know we we were in a league semi-final against Cork and made a really good start down in Parky Creek but we were so open and allowed them the chance that you really can't afford Cork 
to to have those sort of goals scoring and point taking uh, chances because they are brilliant at taking them as we've seen over the last two weekends in Munster. So I just think you know there's been a lot of teams that maybe have had dips and kind of throttles in, in form, and that uh, while Kenny have probably been a bit steady, so a lot of people have seen Kenny as serious uh, contenders. But I just think when we come up against really good teams, we we fall just that bit short for whatever reason. I can't exactly put my finger on it, but I, I just can't see where we put two or three performances here where we beat a Galway beat maybe a Clare or a Cork or whoever it may be in a semi-final and then go on and beat Limerick in a final I just don't see how Kilkenny at the moment on the back of a defeat to Wexford um, and on the back of really no performance or result that would suggest that they can be a big team um, consistently in two or three games I just don't see how we go from Leinster final against Galway to an all-earned final victory it seems to be a long long road ahead in terms of trying to get that far um, off Archie from Kenny. so I don't think it's a case of lowering expectations although I do know what you mean I think there's a lot of supporters and a lot of people involved in county teams that will lower expectations even though they'll have a serious chance of going on to win Northern and I think Clare will be one of those teams in Brian Lone will try and lower expectations yeah. um, heading into a Munster final but I just think from a Kenny point of view and all Ireland Championship I think it'll be probably one step too far again unfortunately Yeah but look you can you never can tell especially in this year's Championship I mean who would have thought that uh, you know in, at this stage on the on the 21st of, of May was when, um, when 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 Waterford or was it yesterday Waterford were playing I'm getting my, my days mixed yeah, up one, now one but to, to think yeah yesterday to think that they're out of the Championship now they won the league and um, they're out of it now like this early and same with Tipperary you know it's just very un predictable and now Cork flying at, at the moment uh, Clare f- flying at as you mentioned they're, they're in um, a Munster final with Limerick you know anything really could happen but look we're we're eagerly awaiting um, the uh, Leinster final clash with Galway and Kilkenny uh, in two weeks time I think everyone's really looking forward to that and uh, yeah part two with um, in the Cody yeah. versus Shefflin saga as well so I think everyone's very excited for that but listen Robbie pleasure as always thanks so much for, for um, coming on to full time to have a chat with me and sure look I'll be chatting to you again soon yeah thanks very much and a great show as always tonight thanks so much Robbie chat to you again chat to you Sinead bye bye, bye. That was uh, that was uh, the scoreline producer there, Robbie Dowland, filled in for full time there at the weekend as well. So thanks again to Robbie for that discussion. Kilkenny versus Wexford there at the weekend. We're going to take a quick break, but coming up now after the break, I'm going to be talking to Paddy Manning. Paddy is going to be ta- chatting to me all about that Man City win uh, yesterday. Full time on KCLOR. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. LaHartzVolkswagen.ie. Full time on KCLOR. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. LaHartzVolkswagen.ie. Welcome back to Full Time with myself, Sinead Kyo. Now, we're almost at the end of the show, but just a little bit of time to squeeze in uh, an avid Man City supporter, Paddy Manning. He's been on Casey Lore many times, a friend of Sue Nunn's. I know he's been on many times chatting to her, but he's here um, in a different, totally different context today to talk about uh, the great win for Man City yesterday. How are you keeping, Paddy? Sinead, I'm having a look. I'm a little bit fragile after that. Uh, <laughs> I'd say you are. Yeah. Amazing! It's always great to like I was saying to Sue there just earlier on. Like it's you know a lot of the time, sporting context we tend to have kind of you know former players or experts analysis. But I always think it's great to have uh, fans on as well, just talking about uh, you know their love for the game too. You have to be one of the very few Man City supporters, I'd imagine, in Kilkenny. Are there many of you out there? Would you believe the 
sportsmen, Jimmy Doyles and Thomas, I was packed with Man City fans yesterday. Yeah, Declan Hines, Jerry Manning, uh, door packed to the Raptors. It's a Man City pub nearly. They have a Man City flag on the, the roof. So, oh, really? Uh, when that third goal went in for City, uh, there was a bit of a rocket. Yeah, like you came from behind, really. Like it was only, it, I think you were 2 0 down, second half, then you got three goals in, was it in the space five. of about 12 minutes or something like that? Five, five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, and uh, Liverpool, like Liverpool were, if we hadn't got that third goal, Liverpool won the league. It's simple as that. We won by a point. Um, and even if you look at the Liverpool match back, Salah didn't realise we were after. City were after scoring and went celebrating like he'd won the league and found out mid-celebration City were winning and that they were going to lose out. It was that close. Wow. Oh my God. So yeah. what was what was the feeling like at the at the final whistle party? <laughs> Relief. Relief. I thought, I thought we'd thrown away. I thought Liverpool had it. They're yeah. a strong team. Relief and relief and euphoria, I'm sure. I, I like you said, you're a bit fragile there today, but you enjoyed the win anyway. Um, enjoyed the points as well. Well, look, we're delighted for you. Um, look, sorry now, I don't have as much time as I had hoped to chat to you. But listen, congratulations on the great win, and thanks so much for joining us on full time as well. We'll chat to you again right. soon. Have a good one. Thanks a million, Paddy. That was uh, Paddy Manning there. He's been on KSLR many times talking Fianna Gael, but today talking about Man City and their great win there in the Premier League yesterday. That's actually all we have time for on the show today. Hope you enjoyed uh, the last hour talking all about sport. Uh, join me back here next next week, same time, same place, but uh, we've owned Kerry up next for Fully Loaded, so do stay tuned for that, and I'll chat to you again soon. Full-time on KCLR. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hartz, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. La Hartz Volkswagen.ie.